Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. What up, New England? I think we're live. Are we live? I think we have sound. I think we have everything we need in the Room Podcast. Welcome, people. It is Wednesday night. The sun was shining. I think it was 50 degrees today compared to the last couple of days where it was fucking freezing. Um, and there was one really, really windy cold day, man. That was terrible. So let me see if um, my voice is coming through. It's almost, uh, we're on a delay uh, so everything is on a delay, what's going on right now. So I got to see on my phone as far as um, if I have sound. Then once I see it, it's a go. Let me see. What do I got? Yeah. No echo. See? See, people? That's how I know. That's how I fucking know. Now, I wouldn't have to do any of this if I had. I'm perfect. Thank you, Travis. I wouldn't have to do any of this if um, I had a producer. I could set this whole show up throw all the edits in, and sit you right in the corner there with your own camera. We could flash to you every so often. But you all you have to do is press buttons, and they would be labeled. Like, Steve's going to talk about throwing shit, or, and then, you know, there's a button that you press, and it shows me throwing shit or whatever. You know, you know what I mean. Whatever I'm talking about, it will be there. And it would make the show so much easier for me that I didn't have to do that. Then I, you know, I could switch screens with uh, me and the guest and all that other stuff. You know, going live is a whole nother animal. I mean, I could take this and edit it and send it out tomorrow and it would look like ESPN. But we are not ESPN. We are NewEnglandMMA.org. But someday we will be. So with that said, great weekend. Uh, I attended the Enigma Invitational 2 Jiu-Jitsu Tournament, Absolute Tournament in um, New Hampshire over the weekend Saturday. It was a great, great show. Let me turn this down now that I have some sound. So uh, I'd like to say hi to John Duma, who was in uh, on that with uh, Combat Jiu-Jitsu. And I do have his video a little. Uh, I do have the finish that I'm going to show and a couple other things about the day. We have Aaron coming on in about eight minutes if um, all goes well. So right now, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the Enigma tournament. So it was a fabulous tournament. I just want to put out this poster right now. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Um, there we go. So the fights are out right now. www.regionalcombatsports.com. Um, they are a streaming service. I don't know who is in charge, who is the president, who owns it, who started it. All I know is uh, Nick from New England Combat, uh, New England, uh, Northeast Combat Sports. I'm sorry, Nick. And um, Christos used him or them for the streaming services over the weekend and a Saturday. So you can see all the bouts, or I mean, all the uh, matches Jiu Jitsu, uh, Super Fights, Combat Jiu Jitsu, and the eight man absolute tournament at the end for fucking, it's like $3 or $2 for the month. To watch the for watch it for a month, and they they have a lot of, um, a lot of events already stored from uh from the past. Also, it'll cost you twelve dollars for the year, and these guys and ladies are putting on a bunch of shows coming up. So um, this site is going to be full 
of uh, a lot of grappling. They're doing a, a Muay Thai smoker. Uh, they're doing a lot of uh, uh, really cool stuff. A lot of uh, jiu-jitsu, of course, because that's mostly what's going on. But they're going to branch out. Once the once um, New England opens up, they're going to branch out and be able to hit every combat sport we got going. So uh, supporting them big time. Check them out. Is It is uh, www.regionalsports.com. Uh, regionalcombatsports.com. So I want to just play one video or two videos before we start with Aaron. Um, the Johnny Cupcakes and the John Duma fight was fabulous. I mean, it it was it had the crowd going crazy. I have like the last minute uh, when uh, you know Johnny was really trying to slap the shit out of him as he was as he said on my show a couple of weeks earlier. Uh, so we're gonna play that and then we'll talk a little bit about a little bit more about the tournament and who won and then we'll get to Aaron. Okay. That was fucking awesome, dudes. Uh, the fight, the the match was like seven minutes long, six or seven minutes long. So that last minute minute doesn't do it justice. That's just the end, and that's you know what I I posted. But if you go to www.regionalcombatsports.com, you can watch the whole fight. It was a, it was nuts. Oh, Aaron is calling already. What the fuck? All right, all right, we'll get Aaron. We'll get Aaron. All right, Aaron's ready. All right, what is going on, Aaron? All right, I'm going to call uh, Aaron. I don't know what Aaron's calling me for right this second. So I'm going to uh, give me, I'm going to say, just, <laughs> so Aaron, Aaron is just testing. He just tested the call. All right, I'll let him know in uh, five minutes. I'll give him five minutes because I want to talk a little bit about this more uh, event. All right, I'll say six minutes. So Aaron just tested, which is good. It's fucking good. All right, six minutes, I tell him. So we got six minutes to talk about this. So, um, Regiment Boys in the house. Who's that? It's Kels. Kels, man. Why aren't you sitting here with me, Kels? You knew what was going on. Are you in fucking South or North Carolina or something? So, uh, John Duma and Johnny Cupcakes had an amazing battle. Like I said, it was seven or eight minutes long. Uh, it was awesome at the end, you know, hugging and it, like appreciation, appreciation for the fight uh, with each other, getting matched up and, and putting on a show for the crowd. There was two combat jiu-jitsu uh, fights. Excuse me. Uh, Jeff Joy and Anthony Vasta. Uh, that was a pretty good one. Less less slapping than John Duma and Cupcake's fight. But um, not nonetheless, very entertaining. And, you know, this is something new. Uh, I, I know Enigma has another show coming up, I think, in May or June. 
and I'm sure they're going to add some more on that. I already heard them talking about matchups, and Johnny Johnny Cupcake's name was mentioned. So Johnny Cupcakes will be back uh, for another another combat um, jiu-jitsu match. And I do know the name that was thrown out there, and he said yes. I just don't know if the other person said yes also. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Uh, the, oh, the dude that won. The dude. Do I have it? Yeah, Calvin Tacey. So... Oh, I don't want to hear that. That's uh, actually him talking to me, right? Uh, talking to me. All right, so Calvin Tacey is um, is coached by Tom DeBlas. I don't know. You must know him. Everyone knows him who's watching the show right now. Everyone fucking knows him. So anyway, he came from New Jersey to this tournament, right? He came to this tournament. He didn't know anybody. He knew Christos. I think Christos has gone to uh, Tom's... Uh, Jim in New Jersey and has trained there and got some training in with him uh, for a little while. So I think that might be how uh, Christos reached out to um, Calvin. But Calvin showed up with no one other than his wife from New Jersey to New Hampshire. And he came in this fucking tournament and he submitted everyone that he fought or, you know, he submitted his first two opponents and then he, um, he asked them a lot um, Placido Santos in the finals, the absolute finals. And I don't know the extent of the injuries, but he did snap um, did snap an ankle pretty bad on Placido. There was a lot of debate. There is a lot of debate on Instagram. The, the video, the last like um, 25 seconds that I posted on Instagram is being shared all over the place. It's being debated. Uh, on the, the tournament uh, levels, on the elite levels, on the lower levels, on the newbie levels, on the coaches levels, on the competitors levels, on white belt levels, on black belt levels, everybody is talking about this. And if it was, um, a, you know, if it was a fair thing to do, if it's, you know, if that's, man, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. So I'm just an outsider looking in, but. It was fucking gross. That's all I have to say. Like the snap. It was just like... And when you watch the video, that's my voice in the end going, because uh, that's all I felt. It was nuts. So I did interview um, Calvin about it. I do have... I do... And Aaron, I'm going to play this before we have you on. I'm going to play uh, Calvin talking about the finish. Now, it does have the explicit... Ankle snap at the end, and then Calvin talks for about uh, 50 seconds about um, the tournament and stuff like that. But uh, if you don't want to see it, uh, look away. But it happens about a minute into the video. So uh, this is going to be Calvin explaining. Calvin Tacey explaining his tournament win at Enigma over over the weekend. So um, I'll be calling you after this, all right, Aaron? So I finished him with an Estima lock. And, uh, yeah, it came on pretty quick, but prior to that, I had him in a shoulder clamp and I, I had turned it all the way to the mat and his arm popped and he limp armed out of it and rolled out. And I was like, all right, it's going to go, it's going to go there. So, so, all right. So when that happened, you knew uh, at that point you had to put something a little more severe on him. And you talked about that, you know, where you finished him and, and that's where a lot of debate comes on because I had the finish and, uh, Enigma did so many great things with video and that's coming out now of the complete match. But I did get the, have the clip of the, you know, the finish and the, just the series leading to it. Uh, there's a lot of debate online, uh, between, you know, competitors and, uh, you know, coaches and just, you know, newbies. 
people have been at, at the game for a long time, man. Uh, where do you see her? And is that lock something that has to be put on the way you put on it, put it on in, in, in a, a role that way? Uh, so the lock itself, it has, you have to slap it on quick. Otherwise it's very easy to just kind of kick your leg and you can roll right out of it. Tom, Tom, uh, emphasizes that a lot that the esteem lock, you shouldn't fear an esteem lock cause you can roll out of it, but people can slap it on pretty quickly. Now me, it's like, uh, I've caught people in it in other tournaments before. So if you go back far enough, uh, uh, super fights and stuff. I've caught people, but it's kind of like a muscle reaction for me. As soon as I feel that foot hit my like floating rib, I catch it every time. And I, a lot of the times it doesn't finish. Sometimes like that, it'll roll up under there and it's pretty gnarly. But uh, for the most part, yeah, I get it because I'll grab it and it, it lets people know it's there and, and they'll start hiding their foot or they'll keep it out of my chest. And it kind of stops them from putting it in the middle and getting their butterfly hook and elevating me and everything. So it's more just muscle reaction. Uh, as for people that are uh, ridiculing me for it, I don't know. I don't go on social media all that much. I I just uh, got on it because Tom kind of told me you need it yeah. for uh, sponsors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, my wife's still helping me sort that Good. thing out, like how to share stories and whatnot. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I'm getting ridiculed and everything too, and then some people are against me. But from what I understand, everyone that's high level understands that it, it's a consequence of the tournaments. Uh, and I don't really know anyone that's saying bad things about me, so I don't really care what they say or their opinion. It doesn't really matter to me. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, like I said. That video is going viral on Instagram, like all over the place. Like doctors have taken it, like sports doctors and sports, you know, dudes that just work on these sort of things that thrown out there and explaining the move, explaining what it does. Uh, like I said, there's mixed, uh, there's, there's mixed things on here. Some people are saying he put on, he didn't give a Placido time to, to um, tap, to, to anything. He just put it on so fast. But what you don't see in the beginning of the video is him trying to put that on Placido and trying to do a uh, some kind of really nasty stuff. And Placido was onto it, moving out of it. And Jesus, he just caught it. Like, no one expected that. And wow, uh, terrible. Now, I know, uh, I know Calvin said he might be back for the next tournament. So, uh, you know, he's the guy to, I mean, he's the guy to beat now. He's the one that just won the tournament. Uh, he ran through everybody, basically, and he probably will be coming with Tom DeBlas <laughs> this time, considering what happened last time. I mean, I'm sure he's going to have a couple of people with him. So with that said, I'm going to call Aaron Hughes right now, uh, and I'm going to let him know. Aaron, you watching? Calling now, brother. Calling now. You ready? You ready? All right, let's see what happens. Jay Perry might be on a little late. I know uh, it's all right. Come on, Aaron. Hey! Shut that off. Shut that echo off. Yeah, I got it. All right, you, you sound great anyway. All right, you're not on yet. You are on live, but I don't have you uh, your picture up yet. You, you can hear me, though? I can hear you perfect. You, you sound great. Uh, cool. 
All right, so let me get you up. There's Aaron. You're Aaron, you're in the picture now. So uh, any snot in your nose? Let me see. What's going on over What's there? What's You look good, man. You look damn good. <laughs> What's going on, Aaron, man? It's been a little while. Exactly. Well, we talk uh, offline, but it's been a while since uh, you know, you've been over here. Yeah, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, re <laughs> I'm real excited to be talking to you again, Steve. You know, honestly, I can't wait to come back into the show. Well, yeah, well, we got to be careful about COVID and stuff like that. I was just around 7,000 people in uh, New Hampshire, so, uh, and you got to, you got to fight in, uh, what, how long, how long are we out? 16 days. Jesus, yeah, so we couldn't have been. But, who, but who's counting? Yeah, exactly. Aaron, Aaron I'm going to try something because, you know, I, at this point in my life and running this podcast, I should have a producer on. I should have a producer in the corner. And you mentioned that before when you were live here. Where are you going? You're getting out of the frame. You looked great. What a, oh, you're getting lounged out. All right. You're getting comfortable. All right. Man. All right. So, Aaron, you know how you're in the room and I got to press all the buttons for all that other shit. Well, before you came on, I was talking about how I needed a producer because then I could just sit back and relax like you are. You know what I mean? Like Joe Rogan at the, you know. Nothing like Joe Rogan, but you know what I mean. We can hang out, and I don't have to worry about pressing buttons because I love putting up little edits with you guys. But I have another screen here, Aaron, that it might just have you in it, and it might get me out of it. But if I had a producer, people out there, wink, wink. Any interns out there want to produce, you'll get credit, I think. We are a business. so I might be able, I might be able to send somebody your way. All right, all right. Let's worry about your fight first. So you settle down over there, Aaron. So anyway... Um, I can, like, if I had a producer, I could flash through screens. You wouldn't see me, like, when Aaron's talking. Like, Aaron, say hi. There's Aaron right there. They don't even see me anymore, Aaron. Like, I'm out of the picture. Like, say hi to the people. Say, fuck you, Steve. This is all me. <laughs> My fucking time. There you go, brother. There you go. All right, Aaron. So, man, congratulations, brother. Making your pro debut in, what, 16 days, like you said. 16 days, man. I cannot wait. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, you know, you um, you were messaging me uh, when you were getting uh, when they were talking to you about opponent, and originally you had you had an opponent, and then that fell through in a couple of days, and you were like, "Fuck, he 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 pussied out." But then they found you one the same day, or or in like twenty four hours, correct? Yeah. So they offered me one guy. <clears throat> uh, my team and I said yes, and then he said he wanted. Um, or he said that I was too dangerous of a fight for a, a debut, whatever. They offered me another guy. Again, we said yes. They accepted this time. And then he's like, oh, I want more money. Like, dude, it's a pandemic and it's your debut. Like, how much money are you expecting to get? What do you mean he wanted more money? Yeah, like, he wanted more money, dude. What kind of shit is that? Are you All right. Like, you can't negotiate, like, at this point. Like, people are dying to get on fight cards. Let me ask you a question. Was he from the area? Yeah. Oh, of course. All right, then. Uh, and let me ask you a question. Is he on the another card? Like, is he on the card fighting someone else? No, I don't else? think so. All right. Well, you never know, dude. He might show up at fucking weigh-ins, and you'll be like, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Well, you didn't even get a chance to see him. You were like, he was here and gone. So, <laughs> so Aaron, I got your poster up about um, the fights and, and and how to watch, I think. And, and it actually has the whole, you know, the whole poster of you and, and the whole poster of the event. Who's the dude you're fighting now? Uh, you must be studying him at this point and know a lot about him. Yep, uh... I've watched quite a bit of his uh, film. His name is Tyler Edwards. He was a six and one amateur. Um, he's he's zero two as a pro, but he's a lot better than his record looks. Um, he's definitely fought some tough guys. He was an amateur champ out in uh, Tennessee, so uh, I'm definitely looking forward to getting in there and uh, 
laying it all out on the line, man. Well, my dude, you just mentioned he's the he was the amateur champ in Tennessee. Was he the amateur champ for Valor? Or I'm not sure what promotion uh, it, it was for, but well, ten, you know, there can't be too many. In, well, yeah, Tennessee's pretty fucking big, uh, <laughs> but. Um, I think, yeah, I think he fought for Valor a few times, and he might he might have held their title. Like you said, I think you said he's 0-2 as a professional. But uh, as we know, you know, it's all, it's 0-2. It ain't like he's 0-40 or 0-10 and stuff like that. Uh, he's fairly new at the, the professional level, too. And Aaron, I mean, your your um, amateur record wasn't the best, but you're way better than your, your record show. So we can't really go by that. So my man... Uh, how you getting ready for this, and uh, who's helping you through camp? Um, first of all, when did you find out, and how long is the training camp for you for this fight? So, um, I, I found out last week. I mean, I haven't fought since November of, two, of 2019 um, because of the pandemic and stuff. I've been on my coach's asses, like, nonstop, like, get me a fight, get me a fight, get me a fight. They put my name in for Bellator, CES, CFFC, whole bunch of promotions, Nothing came of it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to stop messaging promotions. So I messaged Valor, and they said, I have a guy. And I was like, all right. I sent it to my coaches, and then he fell out, and then the other guy fell out. So we, we ended up on this guy. But, I mean, I can't wait, man. I'm ready to go, man. Like, <laughs> well, you know, Aaron, that's part of uh, the this whole COVID um this whole COVID uh, kind of break here, man. You you learn how to do things. It looks like you learned how to manage yourself to get a fucking fight, brother. So, uh, yeah, man. so let's talk a little bit about um, COVID and how you stayed busy. And uh, I know you were, I mean, you you guys had your little click and you guys were training here and there. But who are you staying steady with uh, and and really keeping you in shape through through these dark times? Honestly, I I mean, there might have been like one week maybe two weeks where we didn't really train but other than that i mean our gym's been pretty consistent the whole time like the fight team like me and mitch Raposo, pat mccrohan Jorgen, maddie franco like all those guys so we've been pretty much consistently training like non-stop like i haven't I, i've been training six days a week for the last year so i haven't really had a day off like a uh, week off you know so uh, we're talking a, a one four. Are we at 145? Is this a 145 or we're hit, no. coming in a little late? It's maybe five pounds up. Oh, it's going to be at 155. All right. Oh, 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 a lightweight. But that's not where you want it. Is that where uh, you might settle or is that just because it's kind of late? Uh, um, not enough time to really. I actually, I actually asked for that because he, well, I asked for 45 or 55. But so he's actually coming up from 135. Oh, my God. So, yeah, he, he's fought at 35 and 45. So he's. He's coming up to 155, so I don't have to cut weight. He's like 165 from what I heard, so I don't have to cut weight. He don't have to cut weight, really, so, yeah. Well, well dude, that's a that that's a good fight for you, man. He's coming up. You're going to be the bigger dude. You can, uh, you know, and, my, well, the only thing is you're going to be going to his kind of ballpark, uh, ballpark uh, arena cage. Backyard. You're going to be going to his backyard cage or whatever. Um Cause he's a Tennessee guy, man. They're they're ruthless there. You might get some bottles thrown at the fucking cages and stuff, man. Well, no, I, hey, got some, no. I got I got some people coming out to watch. So, uh, <laughs> I'm the boys. You know, we get down oh, and dirty. Fine. That's fucking <laughs> right. All right, wait a minute. That's, all right, never mind. They have no chance. They have no chance. <laughs> all right, because I did talk. I, we did talk to you because it is in Tennessee, and um, I used to go to NASCAR races uh, back in the day. So it's like a 14, 16 hour drive or something like that. 
So uh, you guys are kind of caravanning, or you're probably taking off uh, before everyone with a couple of dudes, and then everyone's kind of driving down after. Is that how it's going? Yeah, we're we're, we're going to leave uh, Tuesday night, I think. So uh, hopefully uh, I can get the, the whole week off, off work, you know. I'll have to, to talk to my boss. but uh, So, yeah, we're going to leave Tuesday night. Um, the fight's Friday, so I'll probably come back Saturday morning, but who knows if I – if I wake up after Friday night, after after I fuck this dude up, you know, who knows if, I, if I'll be awake. <laughs> well, what, what do you know about this dude, Aaron? I mean, he's got a bunch of amateur fights. He, you know he's got a couple of pro fights, so they have to be online for you to yeah, check out. He's a, what do you so know about he, him? I know he, he's a southpaw striker, um, purple belt in jiu-jitsu. So I've been uh, doing a lot of jiu-jitsu and sparring with a lot of southpaws. I've actually been uh, going up to Lozon's, um, sparring with... Dennis Paiva and Jesse Gutierrez and uh, working with Ross Levine a lot too. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm confident as hell, man. I'm more than ready to go. Excellent. Well, uh, I met one of your um, training partners, one of the dudes that's going to be in your corner on uh, on Saturday at the Enigma tournaments, because I think you you had um, one of your guys in there, Javier, right? Yeah, 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 Javier. Yep. Yeah, so um, talk about who's going to be um, going with you up early and going to be in your corner helping you out. So uh, I'm going to have uh, Pat McCrohan and uh, Matty Franco corner me. Uh, Matty's been training since he was five years old in Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu, and obviously Pat's a savage. So um, my main coaches, Brian and Tommy, aren't able to make it because uh, Jorgen's fight. Um, so, but... We, we got to improvise, you know, champions learn and adapt to situations. And that's exactly what I'm doing. So, well, you're fully prepared kid. You've been there. I mean, uh, you know what the game plan and what you need to do. And Pat McCronin and, uh, Maddie, uh, two great guys. They are that have been, you know, helping you out through training camp. So they know, they, they know exactly what needs to be done in there. Uh, dude, how excited are you to, uh, get back in there? Listen, dude, you were supposed to make your pro debut for Neff. Um, Jesus, Last April. in April, in April. Yeah. Um, man, what's it feel like now? And you were going to make it in hostile territory because that wasn't really your, you were going up the main to fight and you've, most of your fights have been, you know, Western Mass or for Cage Titans. Um, now you're heading to Tennessee, man. You're a long, it isn't like you're fucking in New England. You're in Tennessee. How excited are you to, uh, to head out of town for this pro debut and get that experience? I'm, I'm really excited, man. I mean... I've struggled like my whole career with like my mindset and my mental game and shit. But um I'll tell you what, I'm mentally at a stronger place now than I've I've ever been. Like I'm in the gym, like I've been telling my coaches like get me a fight. Like I'm ready to rip somebody's head off. Get me a fight. So I mean might sound kinda weird, but I've been meditating and shit every night and doing a lot of visualization exercises and I've seen I've seen myself in this position. Like I, I've been working for this for eight years. Like being in the UFC, Bellator, whatever is literally the only thing that matters to me. Like in my life, literally, like it's the only thing I really care about. You know. Um. So I've been manifesting and visualizing. So I know I'm I'm gonna win the fight. It's, it's just gonna happen. It's just destined to happen. I know I'm destined to to be something great. You know. Um, whether it's now or whether it's later, it's, it's destined to happen. And I'm just fucking pumped to get in there, man. Like I'm, I, I'm more confident than I, I've ever been. Like I'm sparring with some of the best guys in New England. I know this guy's not getting the work that, that I'm getting. There's just no way. Like 
multiple UFC fighters, Bellator fighters, guys fighting on the contender series, man. And I'm like, I'm going with those guys on a consistent basis, man. So it's going to be a long night for this guy. I'm telling you right now. Aaron, man, um, you definitely came out, came out of COVID fucking, uh, I mean, you've already always been confident, but dude, you, you, you sound well-spoken, man. Like you're a little more relaxed. Like, you're, <laughs> like, um, you're in the zone right now, brother. Dude, honestly. So usually when a fight gets booked, I start having all these negative thoughts like, Oh, he's going to do this. He's going to, he's going to do that. You know, like I start getting like really nervous. Like there's no nervousness right now. Like I've been having nothing but positive thoughts. Like I'm fucking pumped. Like, usually I'm like, fuck, I don't want to get in there, I don't want to get in there. No, I'm fucking ready to go. Like, I'm going to get in there, and I'm going to showcase my skills. Win, lose, or draw, my, my skills are going to be on display, and people are going to know who I am after this fight. I'm telling you right now. Excellent, man. My, well, everyone knows who you are in New England, dude. Uh, there's no question about that. And you get in a fight. I mean, we're, we're hungry for our fighters to get fighters, fight fights, especially young guys like you and making your pro, de- pro debut. Finally, you know what I mean? Um, you come, you come from a great camp. I got a lot of friends there, man. A lot of jokers in that camp, but real hard working and real business, uh, camp there. Like they, you know, there's make no, uh, puns about it. These guys are there to get their, their, their fighters to the next levels. And you guys are doing it, man. You're making that pro debut. Uh, I get a message Jay, man. So, uh, Aaron, you and I talked about, like a caravan or something like that. Who else is who else is driving by? You said you said uh, you're gonna have Fall River Strong. How do I get in this caravan? Whose fucking car am I jumping in? How many cars are going deep to this fucking place? So uh, I'm right now. I, I think there's only like five or six, maybe like four or five uh, people going. Um, this dude Jeff Gonzalez and Ryan Lavoy, uh both train at Regiment, so they already got their tickets. They're like they're gonna turn it into a trip, I guess. So. They're going to go out, too. So, I mean, I'm not sure if, if Kelly's going, maybe. I don't know. But uh, Pat and Maddie, uh, myself, Jeff, Ryan. Hopefully hopefully more people want to go. Like, shit. Fucking well, bad well, well, dude, here's another thing that just happened. I mean, um, not you know, you're fighting for Valor, but now um, C, uh, CFFC just announced that they have two oh, back-to-back yeah. cards. Yeah. One April, Nick, right? April 1st and April 2nd. And at, and here's where it, everyone locked out because Nick Alley is fighting on April 1st. You're on the April 2nd, right? Yep. So he's on Thursday night where New England can pound and fucking cheer for him. And then on Friday, you're fighting for Valor. So we have back-to-back uh, nights to cheer for New England uh, New England fighters. Um, where can we watch this fight? Is it going to be on Fight TV? How do you, how, how do you get to uh, watch it? Well, I think they do like their own uh, pay-per-view stream. It's like, I think it's $10. I'm not really too sure. But once I find out the link, I'll definitely uh, post it and share it around. Um, So yeah, man, I mean, it's going to be wild. (laughs) So it's only, it's, it's only, you only, you only paying for that fight, right? It's not a membership. You just pay the 10 bucks for the fight. That's what I imagine. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they're busy enough to have to, to pay a monthly thing. Yeah, they have fights every like once or twice a month. But it's worth it to see you um to see you make your pro debut, brother. Hell it yeah, man. Is, man. Really appreciate that. Well, I definitely I, I can't ask you what to expect from Aaron Aaron Hughes because you you know for you're full of uh you know confidence and uh, excitement to to go out there and really uh put the hurt on someone after God more than a year since you you've been in that cage, man. 
So yeah. uh, let me see. Yeah, I got a couple of minutes. Uh, Aaron, before I let you go, I'm going to play a little of your training video, which I've been doing already, but I'm going to see if Jay Perrin is calling in. Uh, shout out sponsors. Um, are you going to have a banner, anything like that? Is it too is it too late in the game and you're going to worry about the fight and uh, worry about that next time? So... I do have sponsors. I'm not sure if, if I'm having a shirt. I probably won't have shirts made because it's a little too late. Um, but I'll definitely be shouting them out all over social media. So uh, shout out Ultimate Potential CBD, always. My guy, Joel, always hooking it up. Uh, shout out my girl, uh, Vanessa Botello, always uh, sh uh, at Be Kind, Please Revive. She's a massage therapist. She's honestly awesome, like best massages ever, so... Definitely hit her up, you know? Hey, let uh, me ask you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is she really that good? Because she follows you guys, and uh, I I messaged her about a massage. Is it really that good, Aaron? Because I'm ready yeah. to spend 100 bucks for a fucking massage, brother. No, it, it's honestly really, really good. All right. <laughs> How far is it from uh, from Regiment? Uh, like five minutes oh it's right there all right dude next time i come yeah. down regiment right after your fight because we don't care about covid then uh you'll be you'll be eating cookies and getting ready for uh have, having a party then so um yeah I'll, I'll check her out after after your fight man i'll come down to regiment and i'll make an appointment with her at the same time give her some uh give us some uh play and, prom and promote her a little bit all right my man social media and uh and then thank yous to whoever else uh other than sponsors you want to say bro yeah um Social media. My Instagram is at Aaron Hughes one four five. Facebook, just Aaron Hughes. Twitter, Aaron Hughes MMA. Um, I just want to give out a shout out to my team, Regiment Training Center, all my coaches. You know, Tommy Texera, Brian Raposo, um, all my training partners. Shout out to Lozon MMA, all the savages up there. Shout out to my mom. Always, always my biggest support. You know, win, lose, or draw. You know. Um, Shout out to you for having me on the show. Oh, dude. I always have, you're, you're like my homie, man. You're like a co-host at this fucking point, sure. brother. I'm going to miss you, man, when you fucking make it. And when you fucking Shout out to Valor Fights for having me on. There you dude. go, bro. Hey, bro. They, they're, of violence, man. they're a good promotion. Um, I know um, a couple of dudes from uh, Team Link. Worcester fought for them in MMA. Yeah, he actually messaged me on Instagram. Well, I came in, I fought for them a couple times. Oh, uh, he's, he's a Col if you have any questions. Yeah, Colin. Colin is a great, yeah. fucker. he's 2-0 and for them. He made his uh, amateur amateur debut for them. So, that's cool, man. They're, 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 they're taking our New England fighters and giving them some work and we, we definitely, definitely appreciate it. Alright, Aaron, I think Jay Perrin is... Um, is uh, calling in. So stick around. Uh, check, uh, Jump on the feed and uh, throw out any information you can about the fight so uh, people know. All right, my man? All right, I definitely will. Thank you for having me, Steve. All right, brother. Love Appreciate you, man. And, go and knock people out fucking on the second. Always. Later! All right, my man. That was fucking awesome when Aaron... All right, let me, uh, let me find Jay. Where are you, Jay? All right, uh, I'm gonna call Jay in like five minutes, but let me, I, cause I have one more thing I want to mention before we go to Jay. Since I all you have, I have you all go, Maddie Franco, baby, what's up, my man? So before I have Jay on, I'm gonna tell him five minutes. Five minutes, I'll call you. I need a producer. Everyone, a producer would be doing this. I can play my drums in between. Yeah, yeah, too late. All right, five minutes. He's probably watching. Thank you.
All right, five minutes with Jay. All right, one post I want to show. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Nick Alley. He's going to be fighting for Cage Fury on April 1st. I just talked about that with Aaron. I just talked about this fight with Aaron. Nick Alley coming off a huge, huge win over John Gotti III at CES back in October. He is back in the cage April 1st. April Fool's Day, but this ain't no April Fool's Day, folks. He's in the cage April 1st for CFFC. I do believe that's a Pennsylvania show. It's driving distance. That's like five or six hours from here. That is nothing. You can drive there and drive back after the show and still make it to work in the morning with one hour sleep. And that's what I might fucking do. I think I'm driving with the boys to go see Nick Alley fight because we have another fighter from New York that is part of full contact management and um, Travis and Lars manage him. He is fighting. He is having his second pro fight for CFFC. He's 1-0 John Piersma, who is fighting on that same fucking card. So why wouldn't I drive there and drive back home? That's what I'm going to do, folks. I'm going. April 1st, I'm going to CFFC. I don't know what number it is, but I'm going. So with that fucking said, that said, we're getting Jay Perrin on the fucking phone. And he is never... Somebody short on words. All right. Ready. Ready, Jay. Ready. Love this kid. Here he is. Now, I'd have a producer over here already doing this. He would have Jay on the side ready to come in. Why ain't it ringing? Jay. All right, let me try it again. There he is. Is this him? Is this him? What's up, champ? What's up, baby? <laughs> How we doing? I'm awesome, man. Let me get you in frame here, brother, and uh, then I'll get you a handsome face on my podcast screen. There is the champ, the Bantamweight champ of Cage Titans, Jay, the Joker Perrin. Joining me in the room podcast, Jay, man, man, it's been a little while, brother, but you know, we always contact each other online and, uh, you know, in some way to talk about things going around in new England. Let's talk about you, brother. How you been through COVID times, bro? Oh, dude, it's been, and I'm like, like for anybody else, man, I bet it's been a fucking ride, but I can tell you that I've been, I've gone through it the last year, man. I can, I can't even describe it, man. So. It's been a tough journey. Things are kind of looking up right now. So uh, I can't say that I can complain right now, but shit, it's been a long fucking year. I can say that. Well, dude, man, you're never short on words. You're a very excited, uh, an exciting guy. But you've been laid back for a, a little while, man. And it just looks like you've been uh, kind of in the nest, uh, shopping uh, them tools and just waiting to explode, man. You talked about, you know, it looks like something might be going on. You know, we can... Talk a little bit about that or, you know, a little beans, what you yeah. might what might be happening. But, dude, who, how you been staying busy as far as the training and, and who you've been working with? Have you been jumping around or, or you've been doing a lot of stuff on your own? 
Uh, so for the most part of the year, man, uh, it's been closed. You know what I mean? So like for, for we just started back up in Somerville like a month ago, like really full swing. And even that has been hard. So I've been really doing a lot of work by myself. But over the last couple of months, I've been uh, picking the brains of a few people. Like I went to go train with Matt Bissett, uh, an underdog once. Uh, you know what I mean? I've been trying to bounce around and just get as much consistent training as I can. Um, so I, I go to, to defensive edge and I, you know, I have my new box, my old boxing gym. So I'm, I'm training a lot of places, um, right now. And my silence is because, you know, everybody's used to me being quiet or me being loud and being obnoxious. Uh, but over the last year, you know what I mean? Like people forget who you are and, and, um, you know, my, my talking won't do that. It won't remind people that I am the King. There is only one King in the Northeast and that's me. And people forget that. And I'd like them to, I hope that they do. I hope they forget who I am so that when they stand across from me, they are well reminded of who's at the top of the hill here. So I don't care. You know what I mean? I see a lot of guys, you know, doing their thing and the social media stuff. But uh, I've been training consistently every single fucking day for the time to come for, you know, my name to get called to me to make a statement here. So I've been training my ass off. Um, I'm in probably some of the best shape I've ever been in just outside of a camp. I'm real small right now. I'm real lean and fast and I'm powerful. So it's like, uh, you know, at any point I'm waiting for the call whenever somebody decides to grow a sack and fucking fight me. Well, it looks like, you know, talking to, Aaron and so many other fighters, man, they, they've come out of COVID, even though they haven't had the, the cage time, they've come out of COVID it, in so many other ways, uh, elevated their game. Like if it isn't just like in the mind or, or adding muscle mass or just adding new regiments to their the training, uh, they've come out in a positive way. And it seems like, uh, that's happened for you, man. Is there anything that, uh, anyone, anything new that you added to your game as far as maybe uh coaches some work uh you did talk about going to um matt besets how'd that happen i mean i would never connect you with uh underdog that's kind of a a little ways out of your way no it is but you know what dude i travel an hour hour 10 away from from my home to go to sit so traveling has never been a problem for me um i don't care if i want to get to good work matt besets a legend in uh in new england you know what i mean so for me to be able to go down there and pick his brain and go to war with him for a little while was really actually beneficial. Matt's been, uh, you know, me and him have gotten real cool over the last year. He's, you know, he's good to, to just talk to. And um, when we sparred, it was a nice little war. And, and, and uh, you know, I, I learned a lot from him. So, um, yeah, I, I've been I've been trying to make as many connections as I can um, and, and grow as much as I can. And Sometimes being the best in the room is absolutely not the way to do that. So, you know, when I feel like I'm in the best in the room, I um, I put myself in a position that's uncomfortable. Underdog's got a lot of guys that I've never heard of or nobody's yeah. ever heard of, but they're bad motherfuckers down there. I, I can tell you they all gave me a run for my money. So exactly. anybody that's coming out of the gym is going to hurt somebody. Well, well Matt, Matt's on right now and he's saying, you're looking good. You're looking good, kid. Uh, so it's it's great to hear that you're getting work with Matt and you're, you're, you're moving around. Dude, um, you know, I'm playing a video of you getting some work in here, you know, with Andy and and, and Pete too. Um, yeah. Slippy Pete. There's a boxer here. You're getting some work with him. He's all in blue. Where is that from? Is that a, a recent um, uh, film there that uh, you're getting some work in? Yes. So that's my original boxing coach. His name is Muhammad Brooks. Um, this man is a legend. The fact that his credentials are the way that they are and he's in Nashville, New Hampshire is absolutely fucking crazy. Um, his pro career was under a different name, but he, you know, he was like 40 something and like two as a boxer. He fought De La Hoya twice. He fought Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, he's 
is probably one of the highest fight IQs I've ever, ever encompassed. And um, in my amateur career, he was my original boxing coach and one of my big mentors. And um, he, he made me a finisher at one point. My hands were really, really sharp from then. And he, team, he, he coached Team USA, and he's got a couple of national champions coming out of that gym. Um, so that's the kind of work I'm getting as far as boxing goes, um, just high, high-level stuff from a guy that I've known for a really long time. So a lot of what you guys are going to notice is that I, everything that made me Jay Perrin that you know is coming back. So I feel like I had to take some time and really evaluate my training and what I was doing. And um, I just, I want to go back to what made me a killer. I mean, you all fucking afraid of me. Um, and, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what I've been doing. So uh, I've been sharpening up my skills with uh, the Nashua pal team, you know, the purple juice gang um, has been fucking has been phenomenal. Um, I, like I said, man, I'm I'm firing on all cylinders <laughs> here. You know what I mean? I I run the so right now I'm I'm the head coach or one of the head coaches of uh, sit as far as running the team practices and stuff. So I'm kind of uh, designating the drills and that I want to do. And you know what I mean? It helps my game, helps everybody else's game. So um, it's really been nice to kind of put together my own work and and uh, have the support of my coaches to cross train and and uh, you know and, and get get the quality that I need to uh, before I leave. Excellent, my man. Oh, before you leave, hold on. Yeah. Uh, so wait. Uh, yeah. So so, Jay, like I said, you've been patient. You kind of been just training and uh, ready to come out, man. You know, there's been some fighters, you know, that have taken fights. They might may, may not have because COVID. You know what I mean? They they yeah. they, they want to get active. There's there's fighters that may maybe took taken fights that they shouldn't have. They were in good positions, and you know they might have taken. Yep. You've been watching this, man. What what has kept you from doing that? You know what I mean? Like, you have that fire in you. You want to fight, dude. I mean, you, you yeah, I, like, I know you, Jay. You want to fight, and it's you're seeing people fighting. Even though they might, might not be losing, you want to get in there, and you want to beat who maybe they're losing against. What's your thought on this? I mean, what's your thought, and how did you how did you hold back and, and, and keep your uh, keep your focus on the bigger prize? So, you know, man, this is my career. You know, like I've worked really hard to get where I am even now, the slight success that I have. And I've been watching guys take fights on six days, four days, fucking nine days. I've even I've even been offered a couple of fights on like four, four to seven days notice. And like, you know what? That's just not fair, man. You know, it's almost it's like that's you want me to fight you know, for a world title. You want me to fight this, you know, main event, but you want me to do it four days. and You expect me to perform the correct way. I don't know, man. I just feel like the whole fighters fight thing is fucking ridiculous in our sport. And like the whole, you're supposed to fight any challenge you're supposed to meet and anybody fucking calls you out. If you don't, if you don't immediately address it, then you're a pussy. Or if you don't fight me on four days notice, then you're a pussy instead of being professional and being like, that's not fair. I'm not going to do that to myself and put my career in jeopardy because other people think fighters fight. I've even been offered a couple of them where we're like, Hey, you know, we want you to fight for this on like six days notice. But like, you know what, dude, I'm not going to do that. But if you have another card, give me, put me on that card and I will prepare for that card right fucking now. I will absolutely be ready for that card. But it's unreasonable for promoters to be like, hey, man, we need this or, you know what I mean? You are not going to match you. And it seems like that kind of sucks for me yeah. because I've said no to a couple of them because I'm not jeopardizing the position that I'm in. Exactly. You know what I mean? I can still call my shots even though it's a year later. I'm still winning. I'm still one up on 2020. I had a win. So it's not like, you know what I mean? It's not that I can control that, but I'm not going to jump at the first thing just for the sake of jumping at it. You know, that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me, especially if it's detrimental to my health 
or it's not the right match. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make sense to do things like that, especially when you're in a good position. Um, so I don't know, man. I, 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 it's not that I'm cherry picking. I'll fight fucking anybody. Anybody knows that. I have no problem fighting anybody at 135. But you're not going to try and like juke the stats, you know what I mean? And try and make it seem like you did all this and you tried to make the, the fight happen and I'm being a pussy or something like that because you didn't give me enough time. It's not fair. I'm a professional. I'm a, pro, I'm a prize fighter. You know what I mean? I, I want to be able to pre- prepare and put on a prize fighter type performance. And doing that on four days isn't going to work for me. So how do I stay focused is that I know I'm in a good position. And I know that no matter what these motherfuckers do, they're still not me. And they still won't face me the way that they say they will. They're, no one's just going to run through me. So no matter how much they think that they will or how much they forget who I exactly it is I am, again, I don't have to say yes or no on four days to know that I'm going to fuck you up when we get in there. So it doesn't really matter. So that's how, that's what keeps me close. So all these guys that are active, good for them, and I'm happy for them. They're getting their work in. But guarantee you, Dad's coming home eventually. And when he does, y'all are gonna you know make sure that you did your fucking chore. Well, that's the Jay Parrot <laughs> that I've been fucking missing, dude. Um, you spoke about. I gotta bring up Matt Bissett because he's you know one of the favorites of mine. When when I started covering oh. M- covering MMA here, he was like, you know, he was the guy that and. Now he's, got, now he's got all these uh, these young ones under him. Not that he's done because he is the champ still for CES, mm-hmm. but he's got all these other younger guys that are getting work with him and he's bringing up and he's helping along. I mean, he I think he manages um, uh, Jesse, Mealy, and stuff like that. I didn't know that. So, uh, know that. yeah, see that? See that? So let me ask you a question. I mean, you, you spoke about maybe soon here. Knowing Matt, man... And Jay, we've talked about promotions that have uh, passing you by uh, for like, I mean, you're the champ, dude. You know what I mean? You're fucking number it's, one. It's one promotion. It's one. All right, promotion. all right. Uh, well, wait. Well, are we talking regional? Or are we talking national? It's a re- it's a regional one. You know what I mean? All I'll right, get to the right. national scene. I all just right. we've all watched me promote or push for a fight with CES for like three years, and for whatever fucking reason, it just won't happen. I don't really get it. I don't know. Maybe I'm not like a big enough prospect for them. I don't know. I don't really know. But that's really the one place I just can't get a fight at for whatever fucking reason. Well, they're heading the flower to Jay. And you and I talked about that. Um, what the... Hey, hey, like, what's going on, man? Is, it, is, is that title open? Is the 135-pound title open? They have no champ. They have no 135 champ. They have none. Because, uh, as far as I know, the last guy vacated. Because he went to the UFC, correct, or something like that, wasn't it? Gravely was the last one. Yes, that's that's. Uh, so I, I do believe it's been, yeah. it's been vacant since he left, and everybody knows that the CES champ goes on to the UFC. That's usually how it works out. And I want to be, I want that belt because it's shiny and it's really fucking nice, and I like it. But also, I want to be the, I want to do something in New England that other people have not. Nobody has ever simultaneously held the Cage Titans and the CES. So if I don't make it to be a legend in the UFC Hall of Fame, at the very least, nobody will ever fucking take that from me, is that I was the first person to do that. That's really why I want to do it. Otherwise, you know, whatever, it's just uh, it's just something like, yeah, I can't get done for whatever reason. I, I, I tag them and everything. I post them. I say, here's my fucking agent. Hit me up. I don't give a shit who it is. You can do rematches if you want to. I don't give a fuck. You know, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Whoever you want me to fight, send the contract. I don't care as long as it's not on fucking three days notice, we'll be fine. And I figured the Orlando card would be good because it was like at the time, it was like six, eight weeks out when they announced it. 
And I'm like, word, that's a fucking whole ass camp, baby. You know what I mean? I'll even take it in six weeks, five weeks, whatever you want. Just give me a matchup. And uh, apparently that's just not the case. You know what I mean? I've texted the man, the matchmaker to Greg Rabello, who's in, you know, in close with yeah. them. And it's just not a thing for me, I guess. So, you know, I'm not, I think I'm done trying to campaign for CES. They, they'll call me if they want me. Apparently they don't, but what are you going to do? Well, you do. You, you mentioned something maybe uh, coming up, man. So it isn't for CES, um, dude. What's your? Um, I mean, you said you're in great shape right now. I'm sure um, you don't want to, you know, a, a late notice fight. But how soon uh, would you be ready for a fight? And what's reasonable for you if someone came calling? Oh, right now I'm fucking lean. You know what I mean? It's not like a water cut wouldn't be super, super difficult for me. You know what I mean? I would, I would, I could cut the water right now and be fine. Uh, I just, you know what I mean? It's, it's a, it's a health thing, man. Losing fucking twenty pounds in four days is terrible for your kidneys and your performance. Like, even if you can make it, doesn't mean you should make it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Exactly. Like even just because you can do it, doesn't mean that you should do it. You know what I mean? And uh, again, it depends on the time frame, the opponent, and, and uh, you know how badly you know the cut's going to fucking hurt me. If it doesn't hurt me, then fuck it. I'll throw it in there. Whatever, dude. Again, I'm the best there is. So I don't really care. But like, you, you have to be reasonable. Now, like, give me at least, if you want me to do it on nine days, 10 days, and I'm low, because I'm like 153 right now. I'm not fucking, I'm not big. So I could make that cut. But like, again, it has to, for the right money, for the right, at this point in my career, dude, I got to make like smart business decisions. And that's just where I am. And, and how long? I'd give it right now. At most, two weeks. It'd take me two weeks Excellent. to cut weight. That's cut. great to know, man. Yeah, I mean, it would, it would, if I'm if I'm actually like being completely forthright, not like saying more than and, I can and, do, and, I would and, take two weeks. And to it's de- and it's going to be a fight that makes sense. I mean, you're not cutting the weight, and you're not going to be doing that for. And like you said, it's got to make sense. You didn't. Somebody wait. offered me to fight Diego again. They wanted me to rematch Diego yeah. in Florida again. I'm like, I just fought him and beat him. Yeah, exactly. and he cheated. Yeah, so, not not doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? No, I'm all set. We're all set with that. I mean, you were going to defend the t- your Cage Titans title and it's you, Bendy, but that'll never happen. No, too, that the he's stars a, are not aligned. Yeah, he's a, he looks yeah. like he's like 180 pounds at this point. So I don't. He's fucking huge. He's huge. Guys, huge. No, hey, hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying he's living comfortably. <laughs> I think Christos Papadellos uh, fucking rolled with him or something like that. Told me he's like, dude, that guy is fucking so big. I'm yeah. like, what? He's like a fucking. That's not cool. He's like a blood-filled tip right now, Jay. He's fucking sour. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. So, so Jay, all That's right, funny. listen, let, we'll, we'll end this uh, podcast on a couple of things. You mentioned Christos. Christos just had a huge, huge tournament. The kid's been killing it. Yeah. Uh, everyone working with him, New England, uh, Northeast Combat he's Sports. Doing he's doing great, man. Um, I don't know. I think you've rolled with him and, uh, you know, the other jiu-jitsu schools. <laughs> but have you yep. been at Enigma? Have you have you uh, been there to visit yet? I haven't been there to visit. I work like 65 hours yeah. a week. So it says, you know, between teaching at Sid and, and my other jobs, it's kind of hard to do that. I wanted to. They invited me. They wanted me instead of Duma to do the, <laughs> the thing. That's what I, I will. I'll come out and say that, that I was fucking offered that. But if you think that me and Johnny Cupcakes are going to sit there and slap each other, you're you, fucking out of your you, mind. You, you think I'm just going to let hey, him you, slap you, me you, in the yeah, face you, and we're going to be civil? You, I'm not going to be sportsman-like there. I'm going to punch him in his mouth. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, like, look, if it comes down to me and Johnny, it's got to be a fight. I just want to fight you. I don't want to fucking roll with you. 
I don't want to do any of that. If you want the rematch, then give me a camp, and we can. I'll t- I will gladly take another belt from that guy. Don't care. You know, I have gladly take another or defend it. But you're going to give me a decent camp. You're not going to call me a pussy four days out, and, and we're not going to slap box, dude. We're going to finish it once and for all, and that's it. That's so like, it's, if anybody has anything other than you have a full camp for Johnny Cupcakes, then don't even fucking bring it. Home. That's it. Don't even so, don't even so bring wait, it. Wait, wait a minute. Because all I want to do is have him be at his absolute best and have me be at my absolute best so I can prove that this was fucked. This is over. That's it. So that's how I feel about that. But as far as Enigma goes, I'm really proud of Christos. He's doing a lot of great stuff. Um, the tournaments have been off the charts as far as like appearances and like shit like that. Uh, and even like to to that credit, the the uh, ju- the combat jujitsu thing is cool. Like I think it's cool. It's just not me, baby. Yeah. Like you're not gonna smack me in the face. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I'm just not with it. So like, it's just not my thing. So like, I get it. And and he's he's great. And they put on great shows. And I'm not to say that I don't have a screenshot of somebody getting choked out as my background on my phone. But like, it's 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 great. And I'm glad that he's he's pushing jujitsu because it's showing a lot of uh, local jujitsu guys around here. And even yeah, what did they have? Like Tom DeBlaze's fucking yeah, uh, he, fucking w- yeah he won the Coaches, thing. Yeah, a John Donaher yeah, guy yeah, down exactly. there. Yeah, I mean that's serious shit right there. That's good for them. You know what I mean? That's good that they're getting those type of people in in those tournaments. So that gives. Um, legitimacy to what they're doing as well as like New England Jiu-Jitsu. You get a guy that's good from here being a a Donaher guy and they have a good match. That just legitimizes the the martial arts up here. So good for Christos, man. Really proud of him. I'm really proud of starting his own business. You know what I mean? I've watched him grow over the last couple years and so I'm I'm really happy for him. Excellent, my man. Well, they have another um, event scheduled. I think it's in May or June. And um, I heard them talking. Johnny is going to maybe getting another combat jiu-jitsu uh, fight going. Unless something opens up. Unless, <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless, listen, Jay, you know I love you. Won't be with me, baby. Jay, you know I love you and Johnny, and the content between you guys is endless for me. You guys kind of made me. <laughs> you made this. I don't know. You guys, I don't know, man. You guys made this podcast, guy. Like two, we three years. We can't. We just can't not fucking take shots at each other. Whatever and whatever, so, dude. So, that's, Perry, that's Perry, 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 listen. Like, right, listen. You gotta sh- listen. The next tournament. Why don't you just come and why don't you do play by play where? Um, I'll do that with Chris sure. for I'll like a couple. Objective. <laughs> but all right, you know? all right. All kidding aside, Jay, what'd you think of the <laughs> actual bow? Um, your buddy Ant was me. I was I was hanging with Ant. Ant's a buddy of mine. Uh, he was at the last tournament and we hung out. And um, what'd you think of the actual actual competition between them two guys? And you know, did you think it was like what was your thought on it? I thought it was good. Um, for John Duma looks great. John Duma is a really high level grappler as far as his IQ goes. Um, he made a lot of good reads against Johnny. Johnny did a lot of um, he did a lot of did the same move that got him his back taken. Um, he did earlier, and I, you see John Duma recognize it, and then as soon as he sets it up for Johnny to do it again, he takes his back, and that was really high level and 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 really thought out. And uh, you know they're they're both you know. No matter what I say about Johnny personally, he's been a staple around here for a long time, and he's uh, he's got more submission wins than I do, and most people do. You know what I mean? So he, obviously he's a he's a good grappler. I think the the combat jujitsu is better for Johnny than pure jujitsu because he can add the strikes in to help his to help his passes and stuff. I think Doom is better at pure grappling. If that makes sense. 
So great fight. Great. You know what I mean? Overall, the slapping was a little over the top. You know what I mean? The Donkey Kong fist that he hit him with. But good back take, good finish, and good sportsmanship. You know what I mean? He, Johnny has this tendency to fucking lose his mind after a win or a loss. And Duma handled it really well. And um, they shook hands. And it was really nice to see. So uh, that's off to them. Great, great performance. Great win for Duma. You know, let's see where Enigma takes it, because I feel like if they can keep it up, then they're going to be one of the premier schools in New England. Excellent, my man. Well, um, can you give a hint on what's going on with you, Jay? I mean, you mentioned Zuma. That's that. That's an interesting fight be- that would have. Uh, that I've would be good. I mean, uh, but wait a minute. I know, I know Doom is coming off a loss. You're a champ, but he is. He's a high caliber fighter, and he's a big name Absolutely. for you. You know what I mean? I've asked for Duma. Yep. I personally asked for that fight because I think it'd be a, a war a few times. For whatever reason, it hasn't come to fruition, and I have no answer for that. All right. Uh, but I've asked for it a couple of times. It just didn't come up for whatever reason. I don't really know why. Um, but yeah, Duma's a great fighter. Like I said, I have nothing against Duma. I think he's a great guy and a, uh, a, a very good competitor. He has wins in Bellator. That's something I don't. So, you know what I mean? He's a high, no matter what kind of fight he's coming off of, he's a dangerous guy. Um, and that's somebody that I really like to test myself against. You know what I mean? Somebody that's really good and has a high fight IQ and is very adaptable. And I, I think in a lot of ways, me and Duma fight and think a lot alike. So um, I think it would be a really good to be like a mirror image of myself. So I'd really like to, to test that out. If not, you know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, but fights, I don't know, man. Like I said, I keep calling people out and I keep getting crickets. So I don't really know what to do. I'm just going to keep preparing and then the call will come. And uh, the plan is I'm going to be moving to Vegas in the next few months for a few years. Um, I'm going to go train with John Wood and, and syndicate MMA and live nice. out there and train out there. And my, uh, hopefully, you know, being out there gets triples my chances of getting into the UFC. Um, uh, you know, I'm shooting for LFA cage fury, you know, you know, CFFC shit like that. Just to, just to get out, whatever comes my way will come. And uh, believe me, you know, uh, the reclamation of my crown has, has come. It's my, it's my crown. It's my throne. And I will reclaim it, even though it's been absent for a couple, you know what I mean? When you see the reclamation, understand that I am on the war path for something that I created. A lot of people around here in New England forget that I fucking blew this this 35 division the fuck up at one point. And the reason why a lot of it get noticed is because of yours truly. And so be ready for when I when I return, because I'm I'm not going for decisions no more. I'm fucking all set with that. All of you guys are sitting there you know, talking about this and that, you're going to tear people's heads off and I'm going to be quiet for a long time. And you should, you guys should take that silence very fucking seriously that I'm very quiet right now because when I come back, y'all are going to hear me. I love it, Jay. Man, uh, Jay, always a pleasure, man. You're a good friend of mine. Uh, you know, oh, f- fights here, we hang out and uh, man, uh, all the power to you on whatever is coming up for you. I know Bean's I circulate in the back, and uh, I know things are coming up for you very soon, brother. And why wouldn't they, man? I mean, dude, you are a commodity, and you should be recognized for that. And uh, we need to get you a huge fight very soon. And I'll be right here as soon as some, soon as something's announced, Jay. I'll be here for you to give a, have a oh, platform. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> All right, Jay. Uh, last thing, give shout-outs, man. It's been a long time since you get to uh, got to give thanks to who's been helping you along and uh, all that other stuff. So throw it out there and, um, you know, social media and, and whatever else you want to say before I let you go. Hey, man, it's been a tough time for everybody, and I'm really supportive of my teammates, my coaches, uh, for sticking with me through everything. You know, I've been going through a fucking shit ton of my life, and, and you know, my, I've had people die and, 
I thought, you know, just, you know, I, I, a lot of shit's been going on and I've needed a lot of mental support. And I really appreciate all my friends and my family that have been there for me um, in a really, really dark time in my life. Um, uh, everybody that's in my life right now, from my students to my, you know, my coaches and my teammates to my family to, you know, even people that aren't in my life anymore that helped me um, get where I'm at. You know, it's a long road and you can't do it alone. And I'm, I'm so, I'm so thankful for all the people that support me and continually um, show that support, either, you know, helping me out with something or donating or giving me a ride or do whatever they need to do to show that they believe in me. And, and I, I promise that that belief will be repaid in full. Um, I love everybody. And if everybody's still having a hard time, I know things are kind of clearing up now, but shit's not over and I get it. And if there's anybody that understands mental strife through all of this, it's definitely me. So um, believe me, I know it's fucking hard guys, but it'll get better. Take a breath, you know, take a lap if you need to, but everything will be okay. And, um, uh, I hope that you guys know that uh, I'm available. If anybody needs somebody to talk to, um, uh, you know, me, I'm a big mental health advocate, although I'm a serial killer clown. <laughs> I want to make sure. All right. Yeah. Best of uh, so, both worlds. Best of both worlds. Jay. <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah. Big shout out to everybody, you know, from you guys that hit me up and make sure I'm good to, my teammates, my coaches, to everybody I teach, to my friends that are, are constantly telling me to keep believing in myself and keep going uh, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I love you all, and and I promise my return will be something to remember. Awesome, my man. Uh, sponsors and social media. Uh, find me on Twitter. I got one now. Do you? Jake, man. Uh, I do. I got a Twitter. I need people to follow me. I'm fucked. I suck at Twitter. Um, so it's mostly just my random thoughts, but it's J at jperrin5. Real simple. Um Instagram killing underscore joke four five. You can find me online or on Facebook, but don't. Um, other than that, you know what I mean? Sponsors, Iridium Sports Agency, to Vital Performance for keeping me nice and fueled, the Garden of Life, to, uh, let's see, Sanibel and all the clothing sponsors I got. And, uh, you know, I'm really blessed with all the, you know, uh, so right and so good for my for my CBD and all my recovery stuff. You know, I, I'm really blessed with a, with a good management team and a, and a great sponsorship team, so. All of my sponsors that have been keeping me fueled, thank you guys. And, and uh, you know, your faith is not misplaced. Excellent, my man. Jay, well, you know, pleasure catching up with your brother, man. You know, uh, you know, you know, I love it. And, you know, we have a good time together uh, talking offline and just talking about what's going on and all that stuff. Man, uh, you're a showman. You're a gay man. A gay, not gay man, a game man. Nope. <laughs> you know, and treat me dude, like a lady. And take me to dinner. Dude, it's been a long <laughs> time. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> COVID's got me like. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Jay, man, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, Ant, man, I've been catching up with him in, in New Hampshire at these. Uh, at these big uh, tournaments, man, it's fun to catch to him and and just talk about you and uh, what's been going on, man. So it's a it, it's a good atmosphere. It's it's great what you do out there, and man, I miss you online and uh, talking about fights, shit, man. It, it just sucks not having you vote. You guys will you guys will hear me first. You know it. You know every time I start, every time I get a name, you know who it is. So all right, Jay, well, you know, man, it's coming, you, baby. I you, promise, but. You, Remember the reclamation, baby. As long as I'm silent, know that I'm working, and that makes it very, very dangerous for the rest of these people. Awesome, my man. Well, I love that you mentioned Matt Bissett, and you you got some training with him, man. It, it, you know, it was really cool to hear about that. So, uh, Jay, man, you have a great night, and we'll talk as soon as something goes on, man. Let, let's uh, catch I'll be up on soon again. All right, my man. You have a good night, and thanks so much. You too, brother, man. All right, later. Peace. Fucking awesome. That was uh, Jay, Jay Perrin. Jay fucking Perrin. Good dude. Good dude.
Good shit, Jacob. Oh, my God. Regiment Kells, what's going on? Hey, Reggie, uh, Kells, you going to uh, Aaron's fight? You driving there? What's going on with you? Huh? Huh? So, anyway, uh, last couple of things I want to say. Does anyone like my new logo right over? Oh, that way? Over here? Anyone, anyone like that thing? That new logo? So anyway, we're going to be making t-shirts and shit like that. So uh, please support us and all that other stuff. Is there anything else I want to say before I get out of here? One last thing I'm going to share. Um, Aaron Hughes' Valor Fighting Challenge poster that is happening. He will be fighting April 2nd. That is a Friday night. He will be in Tennessee. I'm not sure where in Tennessee, but he will be in Tennessee. Um... At Cotton Eye Joe's. That's so fucking funny. Uh, fighting Tyler Edwards. Um, looks like Conor McGregor a little bit out of the trailer park. But um, I'm sorry. I hope fucking Valor is not watching this. But it's a huge, <laughs> it's a huge card. And uh, Aaron Hughes against Tyler Edwards. Aaron Hughes making his pro debut. It is a lightweight matchup. Boom. For Aaron Hughes. Short few Hughes. One more or two more things. Nick Alley. Nick Alley. Now, I'm going to blow this poster up because you don't need to see my ugly face anymore. Let's get this up. I need a producer. Producer. Uh, Nick Alley will be fighting April 1st. That is a Thursday night. It will be on UFC Fight Pass. He is fighting Solomon Renford. Yeah, Renfro. Solomon has... I think just about every one of his fights for Cage Fury. He lost his last fight, but the dude is 6-1. and one. He uh, lost his O. I, it might have been the last Cage Fury card. I'm not sure. I don't know if he, sh he fought for a, a title and lost it. I have no idea. But our New England fighter, Nick Alley, is traveling to, I believe, Philadelphia to fight this Solomon Renfro, 6-1. I think uh, Nick is like 8-3 or 8-4 coming off a big win against John Gotti at CES in uh, this past October. So um, that's about it. One last thing. Regional. Regional. CombatSports.com. All the fights are up from Saturday. All the jiu-jitsu fights. Like I said before, it only costs $12 for the whole year. For the whole year, people, to watch a bunch of great jiu-jitsu matches. And they're going to be, they have events and tournaments they're going to every like two or three weeks. So they're uploading tons of videos to there. So if you're in tournaments and uh, you're thinking of going to tournaments and entering tournaments, you can go to this uh, www.regionalcombatsports.com and you might be able to seek out whoever you're matched up against, if it's a super fight or if you know a couple of the people that are going to be in your weight class or, weight, uh, you know, your division at a tournament, you might be able to look them up and uh, see their last um, last fight, last match. So this is very beneficial, people. That is all I'm saying. Uh, last thing right here, Calvin Tacey. He won the Enigma Invitational 2 this past Saturday, with an Estima lock on 
Placido Santos to win a thousand bucks and win the Enigma Invitational Two Absolute Division title and a thousand bucks, man. That's huge. Calvin will probably be back for their next tournament uh, because he kind of made easy work. I will be at the next tournament. There will be combat jiu-jitsu at the next tournament. There will be super fights at the next tournament. And there will be an absolute tournament or two. Probably one. I don't know what Christos has in store. But I will be there. I appreciate everything you did for me, Christos. Uh, Added me to the stream. Added me to the event. And uh, let me be a part of it. So with that said, I'm going to play Johnny Duma. And Johnny Cupcake's video to carry us out of this podcast today. Good night, folks. See you next Wednesday. I will have major guests on again. Maybe Jonathan Piersma and Nick Alley talking about their CFS, CFFC bouts coming up April 1st. <laughs> Really appreciate you taking this play.